0: hello i am joshua p warren and this is joshua p warren daily i want to talk to you about these devices that are sold as spirit boxes that help you to supposedly communicate with the other side now i know that most of you who listen to this podcast listen to it because you already know who i am but uh just in case you you don't you're a new listener uh, well, I've been investigating the paranormal for over 25 years. I've uh, appeared on many, many TV programs. I've been on Ghost Adventures a couple of times. And, uh, in fact, uh, Zach Bagans and I have worked together on a number of TV projects like uh, Paranormal Challenge and um, uh, Paranormal Paparazzi. I Just earlier this year, I was on the uh, season finale of In Search Of on the History Channel. Last year, I produced... Um, the American Ripper series—I was, uh, you know, integral to getting that thing on the air, and uh, you know, I could go on and on with that. I've, I've published over 20 books, including "How to Hunt Ghosts," that was published by Simon and Schuster. Um, I own—I own a laboratory, I own a museum, I, I do this kind of research all the time and uh, i am consulted on a daily basis as an expert regarding the paranormal world and i tell you this because i want you to uh understand the perspective from which i am coming when i give you my analysis of these things that are called spirit boxes because they're quite popular and i can understand why let me start by saying that when i was a kid i used to love hanging out in the evenings with my dad and his police scanner you know i guess that's what you call it we just called it a scanner and basically you know it's a radio that just scans constantly it's it's not that different than what you would do in your car when you hit the scan button on your radio it just goes scanning through and and it looks for stations and of course the, the, the the first thing that happens is okay it picks up a signal and boom it it stops there and it might pause for five or ten seconds and then it'll just keep scanning unless you stop it there and say oh yeah i like that you know well that that's the same thing a police scanner does it's just um picking up a a frequency that's used by personnel who work uh in in that field so we're talking about policemen firemen uh, emts you know people who are first responders uh, they have their own frequency range they usually talk on uh, within a particular community. And so, uh, yeah, I'd sit around with my dad in the evening and, and he'd have the police scanner on there and uh, we, we'd listen and see what was going on in the neighborhood, right? You, you get to hear everything. But, of course, these uh, these folks, they like to talk in codes. So they don't just come right out and say something uh, in plain language they say well we got we, we got a code 48 here we got a code 157 we got a, you know what and they do that for two reasons uh, one is because it's efficient you know it's it's short and it's direct and it, it, it's able to uh, communicate a lot of information very very quickly when you when you do that but also because uh you might avoid using language that could be Uh, incendiary or inappropriate uh in your surrounding you know you 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 might not be like oh i i got a fucking murderer here you know i mean yeah you you might be like oh i got a code 145 or what and and that way you're you're maintaining control over the situation in terms of uh the language that's, that's being used and that that tells you something interesting about the way that humans function in general doesn't it and and how you can look back thousands of years and think about how that even ancient people uh, encoded things no differently than we do now and how that you can perhaps try to go back and decode these things that uh, were so important to the ancients if you know the codes right so anyway my dad would sit there and we'd listen all night to what was happening around town Uh, whether it was something uh, criminal or an emergency you know whatever and so i'm very familiar with the concept of the police scanner and some years ago people started talking to me about this thing called a spirit box and and they would use various names for it and i'm not going to repeat those names because i don't want to get into any trouble legally by singling out one brand or another but they talked in general about the idea that there are boxes that are able to allow you to communicate with the other side now i have been very interested in this my whole life because i am from Asheville, north carolina and there was a fella who lived in franklin north carolina named george meeks who was uh doing a lot of work uh, especially in the 1970s and 80s uh, he, sort of publicizing uh, itc and you know what, what basically what they're talking about is the idea of using technology that can contact the other side And I am going to tell you right now, I have not tried every method. I have not purchased every device out there. I am not telling you that I am an authority on every damn variable that's available. But what I am telling you is I have at least one of these devices, and I have been exposed to many of them. And so in this podcast, I am going to give you my opinion of the, the concept behind my understanding. My personal understanding of how these things work. So I have one of these in my hand. Um, this particular one is called the PSB7 Spirit Box. This particular one is. And uh, have a, I, I bought this on uh, eBay. I forget how much I paid, but it was less than $100. And so I'm going to turn it on right now. And... Uh, Okay, right off the bat... Okay, you can choose... I don't know how. how, if you can hear this. Surely you can hear that. Okay. um, I don't know... Well, let let, let me just say... Okay, you can can select between AM and FM on this. Which, right off the bat, we're talking about artificial bands with man-made signals. AM, FM. All right, you know. And then and I'm going to crank the volume up here then you hit this button that allows you to sweep it's just a scanner and now it's scanning and and the idea is that I say if there is a spirit here please speak to me is there someone here who would like to talk to me Oh, nice sound! Did you hear that? Oh, that's amazing! So the spirit said, "Nice sound." Okay. Oh, uh, uh, what else would you like to talk about, uh, spirit? We were, we're, we're waiting. We're waiting for a response. Ooh. Oh, this spirit sang a little bit. Okay. What else would you like to? No, no, spirit, please come back. We're on. We're, we're, I'm doing a podcast. I'm recording. For God's sake, say something. Okay. I think the spirit said, "Really." So this is how these things i think generally function they just go scanning and and you can and these are ingenious little devices because you can choose if you're an fm or am and uh, uh if you want to sweep forward or backward or if you want to um like pause for just a split second or a longer period of time i mean there are lots of really interesting variables there's an antenna here somebody emailed me because i put a picture of this particular one on the internet and they said oh remove the antenna it works better without the antenna so right off the bat you're seeing that this seems to be complete and utter bullshit right And I would say that that is about 90% correct. That's probably like 99% correct. This is probably bullshit. But, 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 I am one of those people who has propagated the possibility through my work that a ghost might take whatever resources, and maybe I shouldn't even say a ghost, a spirit might take whatever resources are at his or her or its disposal and use them in order to communicate with you. So that, uh, you know, what I'm talking about here is the idea that uh, a spirit is a non-physical thing. And what we're interested in is taking this non-physical thing and seeing it transferred into our physical realm our physical dimension so that we can appreciate it and you know we can understand something and so it may be that any thing that you have at your disposal any tool that you have at your disposal is something that might be influenced influenced by a spirit in order to communicate with you and so that is ultimately the way that this is possibly possibly some kind of a device or or, or, you know machines instruments like this are possibly able to allow us to connect with the other side only because that a spirit might be so powerless in this realm that that spirit will will use any kind of influence and that's a very important word here that it has in order to shift or change things to get a message across to you. And it it, it really comes down to like looking more into uh, synchronicity and serendipity. You know, the idea that uh, some little thing will happen that is an expression of what this spirit is trying to communicate. So these devices can only be considered experimental, and, uh, you know how, uh, when you see these phony psychics, uh, they have the big, this is for entertainment purposes only label slapped on there. Well, I would definitely slap that on any type of device. I don't care if it's an app on your phone. Uh, I don't care if it's one of these physical things. Uh, there should be a big label slapped on there that says for entertainment purposes only because these are experimental devices and there's nothing wrong with experimenting and in fact that's a that's a healthy and good thing um most of what you will get from these devices is bullshit i will tell you that i mean if i ever find a device that allows me to reliably communicate with spirits and in, in the spiritual realm uh i will come roaring at you with 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 glory and uh, I- I- accept the uh the parade that follows with all the rose petals falling from the sky but in the meantime just understand that this is bullshit for the most part okay it's an experimental thing it's something that you can work with and maybe one percent of the time hell maybe let let's be generous let's say 10 percent of the time maybe you'll get something out of this device that actually is influenced by the spiritual realm but that is a that takes a hell of a stretch of an imagination and one of the reasons that i am so critical of of stuff like this is because i have a big imagination you know i've i've written books and made movies and done stuff and you know uh, i'm no Spielberg, here you know what I'm saying I'm, I'm, not, I'm not huge, but I, I've, I've written books, fiction and nonfiction. I've made movies, fiction and nonfiction. I understand what it's like to be imaginative. I can look at a cloud and I can easily see the animals in the cloud. I'm big on optical illusions. I know magic tricks. I mean, you know, I I understand. How we can fool ourselves So that's why that you Have to understand that I Can be very critical When it comes to Allowing the imagination to run wild Now all that said All that said One of my best friends Is a man named Dean Worsing And Dean Worsing He is an Investigator And he 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 studies just all the same stuff that i do you know ghosts ufos cryptids he looks into all this stuff and one thing i love about dean is that we can be such good friends but we can still argue and disagree about things Uh, It's very similar to my relationship With Christian McCloud You know, Christian McCloud is the president Of the Asheville Cryptid Society And, you know, he believes that uh, uh, There are apes That are running around this country That haven't been trapped And I don't believe that But, you know, that's fine We can can agree to disagree about that So I have the same kind of thing with, with, with Dean You know, it's like we're really good friends But Dean He actually has achieved something that is very very rare. I maybe maybe completely unique, I'm not sure. He actually is an instructor at a college in Maryland teaching people about how to capture EVP. Now, you know EVP is a, what what we call electronic voice phenomena. It's the idea that somehow A spirit or some aspect of the spiritual realm Is able to be recorded through our standard audio devices And I have heard and I have recorded myself Some audio that I truly believe is from the other side And that's one thing that you have to consider I personally have recorded audio that i believe is from the other side um as a matter of fact uh if you go to youtube and you you look through some of my videos i think i have one of those on there but anyway so i look i i understand this is a real thing but i am so um scrutinizing so critical when it comes to 90 percent of what people are trying to pass off as evp it's to me similar to what i was saying about the spirit box like there may be something that comes from the spirit box a tiny sliver of the time but most of the time it's bullshit and with evp same thing 99 percent of the time the what people talk about as evp is bullshit um and so i was talking to dean yesterday and he was telling me about some of this really remarkable evp that he's captured and he said the problem is that sometimes you cannot send this through some other medium you know and expect it to retain its quality it's not the same when, when, you, when you, you, you email it, or, or you know, whatever, easy, you got you to listen to it from the source. And he said, "There's so I have so much interesting audio that I want you to hear, but you really have to hear it from the source, like from the original device, the original medium." And I said, "Well, hell, fine. You know, come out here to Las Vegas." bring all your equipment bring all your originals bring everything that's original with you and i want to sit there and listen to it and then it occurred to me well why should i do this alone why not have other people there why not have i don't know 10 20 30 people and we all get to do this together and dean said hell yes that sounds like the most fun i can imagine let's do this so on this podcast i'm planting this seed right now for some kind of an event where early next year i don't know january february i'm not sure we get dean out here to las vegas and uh, Vegas is a very easy place to fly to, and there's all kinds of other fun stuff to do here, which is why that I, you know, I, you know, I have uh, m- numerous residences, but this, this is the easiest to access. It's going to Asheville is a pain in the ass. Here, easy to get to, to, to Vegas. Everybody knows how to get to Vegas, one way or another. So, if you are interested in coming out there, coming out here. Uh, to las vegas for this evening and hanging out for a night with me and dean worsing while dean worsing gives us his best stuff I and mean, this this guy's in a he's an instructor at a college in maryland okay and i told him i said dean i gotta play the devil's advocate here so i'm gonna be there and i'm gonna be trying to criticize every single thing that you play and he says great that's what i want that's what i like that's what i this is going to be such an interesting night if you're interested in being there for this and i because before i plan it i, I just want to see how much interest there is what i want you to do is go to joshua p Warren.com. scroll down there you'll find my email address it's 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 very simple i'll just tell you it's contact at joshua p okay. contact at joshua send me an email with a subject line uh, evp you don't have to write anything else because that way it's easy for you it's easy for me i don't have to respond we don't have to correspond just send me an email with the subject line that says evp And show me if you're interested in possibly being a part of this. Because if I have enough people who are interested, I'll turn it into some kind of an event. Now, if I don't, then fine. Dean and I will do this alone. We'll do it together. And, you know, then I'll just talk to you about it. But if you want to be there and you want to hear this with your own ears. And he says you have to hear this from the source, from his equipment, with your own ears. This is a fucking... EVP instructor guys okay think about that at a college if you want to hear this with your own ears in Las Vegas send me an email with the subject line EVP and uh I will then I'll put you on a special little list and I will keep you informed as this develops and if we decide to do this as a public event, then you know I'll let you know about it. All right, so anyway, uh, I think that's it for today's podcast. I think I've made my opinion pretty clear about all this. Uh, if not, then uh, I have a feeling there will be many more podcasts to come that are based upon this because uh, hey, I try to do one of these at least every day. I, I don't I don't nail it every day, but I try. It's called Joshua P Warren Daily. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link to this podcast, Joshua P Warren Daily. It's always short, always free. It's independent, it's unedited, it's uncensored. If you don't believe that, fuck you. And you can click that link and subscribe through various means. Or just follow me on Twitter, at Joshua P. Warren, at Joshua P. Warren, and I will tweet when a new one is available. So, thank you for listening, thank you for your interest and support, thank you for staying curious, and I will talk to you again soon.